Five-hour energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. Five-hour energy. Energy for hunkering down. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. Tonight, we'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Legato across the line, winning for the third time here. Get that, guys. Yeah. The NASCAR Xfinity Series is in Newton, Iowa. I'm excited. I'm just going to get ready to take a bunch of migraine medicine. That place has gotten so rough. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce rework and finish jobs faster with Procore. And by Hercules Tires, right on our screen. From the Motor Racing Network Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew here with you for yet another weekly get-together, and we have lots for you on today's show. We'll hear from Stuart Haas Racing's Clint Boyer. We'll dip into the NASCAR Xfinity Series. John Hunter Nemechek will be by and talk about his season and much more in this week's face-to-face interview. Kyle Larson unveiled a new paint scheme for next month's Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona. MRM was there to talk with him about the new look and much more. The NASCAR Gander Outdoors Trucks and NASCAR Xfinity Series will take center stage this weekend at Iowa Speedway. We'll preview those races on today's show. This weekend is also Father's Day weekend. We'll hear from some of your favorite NASCAR drivers talking about their fondest memories of dad. We've got that and much more on today's show. But first, Hannah Newhouse joins us with this week's Social Media Minute. Hannah? The Cup Series finally raced Monday in Michigan after rain forced the race to be pushed back. Joey Logano dominated the day, and so did some controversy. Truex, Kurt Busch, and others all took notice of Logano's late race restart, claiming that he jumped. Truex comes home third. Let's see if we can hear from him. Hats off to those guys, but, uh, you know, I thought we racked him up there with you know, green, white checker. I thought, hey, maybe we do have a shot at this thing. Then he jumped to restart by over car length. So I don't know. Uh, I don't. I guess they don't enforce those rules anymore. Logano says the complaints were only said with future races in mind. You know the strengths in your car and what you can and can't do with it. And then you have. I mean, we've had plenty of restarts. Unfortunately, I, I had a lot of front row restarts from the lead and was able to kind of put some notes together of what certain cars can and can't do on restarts to get to that point so um, you kind of think about that stuff and you know say okay what wouldn't gives me the best shot of securing the lead before I get to turn one that was that was the goal right you don't want to be too wide uh, when you get there I wanted to be single file and being able to you know lunge out there a little bit um, and we were able to do that so that was that was a key moment for sure team Penske and Gibbs have won 14 combined races this year of the 15 so far he is all by himself. The lead is opened up by 10 truck lengths back to Matt Crafton for Biffle off in the three. Greg Biffle also won a truck race for the first time since 2001. Greg Biffle's last truck race was at Homestead in 2004 where he finished eighth. Not tonight. Greg Biffle takes the checkered flag at Texas Motor Speedway in an absolutely remarkable return to the sport. 
Biffle won the first portion of the Triple Chuck Challenge this past weekend at Texas Motor Speedway. It is not known if he will race at Iowa for more money, as NASCAR said he did not make the initial entry list deadline. Here's Biffle from the MRN Out Loud podcast. If we would have thought of this, potentially we would have put a place marker in that I could run Iowa. And then this would be a topic, and I may be going to Iowa to race. But that determination hasn't been made, to my knowledge. But at this particular time, as it stands, unfortunately, won't be racing on Iowa. Kyle Busch says he doesn't know if he can get Biffle a ride this week, as he already has committed four trucks to this weekend's truck race. A lot of things got to fall into place, so we'll see what happens. If Iowa, if we had an off week before Iowa, I think it would be a hell of a lot easier. But for me to have five trucks to go to Iowa, you know, if I had an off week, I guarantee you I could tell you there's a hell of a lot better chance. But with it only being, they have to leave for Iowa on Tuesday. So I don't, I don't know if I could have five trucks ready to go by then. And finally, defending champion Tyler Reddick won at Michigan in the Xfinity Series. He's on a roll. To be that good every single race, um, you know, my confidence going into the race, and I'm sure Randall will tell you the same, is just higher than it's ever been before. Um, even when things don't go our way, we're still having fun. If we have a bad stop or we slide through, it's we're not freaking out. It's not the end of the world because we know we're good enough as a group to get back up there. Adversity doesn't really seem to hurt us that bad. It just makes us stronger. Um, and it's pretty crazy to think that you know, if we don't have the flat of Daytona and qualifying, we start up front. It could have been a different race for us. We could have won right off the bat. Uh, and it's also very crazy to think if we just don't wreck at Vegas where we would have finished and how much, how many more top fives we would have right now. Um, it's just pretty insane to think. Um, but it's just really cool to be having all those top five runs. And, and today was one of those days where if you're in the top five and you don't make a mistake, um, if you make the right call, you can find yourself in victory lane. The Xfinity Series is in Iowa, along with the trucks this up-and-coming weekend, and they will race Saturday and Sunday. I'm Hannah Newhouse, and for more on what's trending, visit MRN.com and our social media channels at MRN Radio. Thanks, Hannah. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll look back on Monday's Fire Keepers Casino 400 with this week's Backtracks. And later, Clint Boyer will join us on the show. Clint is this week's AutoZone Driver of the Week. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Five-hour energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. Five-hour energy. Energy for hunkering down. Designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. We'll look back at MRN's backtracks from the Cup Series race in Michigan next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 
here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Check out MRN.com for a new podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Benson to the bottom of the racetrack. This is the race for the lead and the win at Michigan. And some wild moments. One truck is in the air. Matt Crafton upside down. And we'll let you hear the stories behind them. He was too bullheaded to let me pass him, and I was too bullheaded to let him have it. Download the show for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. On Monday, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series ran the Firekeepers Casino 400 at Michigan International Speedway. Here's how it sounded on Motor Racing Network with this week's NASCAR Live Backtracks. 27 hours behind schedule, but we are ready to go. Hi, boys. Monday night special. Have a good night here. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway in the Firekeepers Casino 400 on the break. Up front. Get back the 11 here. Joey Logano will lead the field back to one. Don't let him get out there. Ted's trying to work the bottom of him. Half back, looking inside. You're clear. You're clear. Quick getaway for Joey. He will surge around that outside lane and into the lead. Eric Elmarola diving down to the inside of Eric Jones just a moment ago. Eric thought he had a problem on board that car here's what he had to say i think you run into my quarter panel he had me hooked yeah that's him one to the 88 here on the bottom look at the damage he was hard into the quarter panel i was turning as hard as i could left he's still taking me right before yeah he got the fence go look at the pictures here here's kevin harvick peeling off the racetrack he restarted after the competition caution intent has only been able to climb the leaderboard to eight the wheel's loose tell me there's three tie Come put four tires on here. He makes his way towards Steve Post. Loose wheel, the report for Kevin Harvick, and they were a little worried about it in watching the tape. He brings the bush light, Ford Mustang in gingerly. Right now, I don't have that left front vibration. I have a constant vibration that's coming from somewhere else. Could be the brakes or something. I don't have the left front chatter that I had, so I don't know. 10 4. If everything's good, we need to leave that set of tires on. We're going to run out of tires here. Green checkered flag awaits these drivers as they work their way off four. Green checker this time. You'll see him. Green checker right here. Good work. And for the sixth time this year, Logano's going to get there first. He'll do it by a half a car length. Number 950, TJ. Uh, tight and loose up front here. Can't get out to the bottom without getting loose. Uh, it's been suns out and guns out here in the last 21. This racing has reminded me of racing at Michigan in the 70s. That's when he has Richard Petty and Cale Yarborough and David Pierce and Daryl Waldrop and all those legends just throwing haymakers at each other and all stacked up on top of each other. That's what we've got here this afternoon. Kyle Busch, he started today's race back in the 15th spot. Kyle Busch currently runs in the 15th position, not making a whole lot of headway there. Sure would be nice if I could pass anything. Sure would be nice if I could follow within eight lengths of the guy in front of me. I think we made it worse. 
let's pick up the stop on Martin Truex. Martin Truex Jr. coming down pit road. It's going to be right side tires on for him. One can of Sunoco fuel goes in. Right side tires only. Two tire stop. Yeah, this is fun. Yay. It's all good. We're in a better fuel spot than the 22 is. Being around in second. Right in the middle of the track. Copy on fuel. Steve Pope. Joey this advantageous first pit box in. Right side, right side to fuel. First pit box, it's two tires. Locano, call him gone. He has checked out down here. It was a great two-tire pit stop. You are clear in, clear in. Don't slide him. Come and see you, Todd. We are 10 away. Five, four, three, two, one. Right here, right side to fuel. Be ready, be ready. Dig, 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 dig. No pressure, man. Go hard there. No pressure. About 10 back to the 19 and one. Blend off in two. Trouble turn two. Eric Jones spins. Jimmy Johnson dodges to the outside. Jones down into the infield grass. He was down on the apron, coming off pit road. I really don't understand, man. We have the word. Yeah, I mean, did you just run over something, or what was the deal? Don't know. Eric Jones trying to refire the car on the inside of turn number two. And it was a delayed caution, but it flies at the start-finish line. The Money Lion caution comes out on lap 196. Todd Gordon, we could see him on the ISM vision, just put his hands down in his head as to go, oh, no. Now what do we do? Do we pit, give a crack position? Caution's out, caution's out. Five. How about to say there? It's a little tight in the bed. Get the line up, put you in the green white checker. Here they come. Green flag back in the air. It's back on. Lagano will try to get away quickly. He'll do that. He'll dive across the nose of Truex. Green, green, green. He's hanging on you a little bit. No help from the 18. You're clear of the 19. He's not even outside of you. He's going to get him behind you. So he goes out to the 19. Might put a little bit of a run here. Logano brings him back to the corner. One car length in hand. Here comes Kurt. He'll look to the inside. That will swing to the high side in four. Ford versus Chevrolet at the front of the field. Logano at the front. Off board. Kurt looking one last time. Diving down to the inside won't be enough. Logano across the line. Winning for the third time here. Get that, guys. Hell yeah. Perfect job, everybody. Way to execute a race. Hell yes! The 23rd win of his career, the dominant car out front at the end. Hell yes! That's the way we do it, boys. Awesome job. Good job, DJ. We're out a couple batteries up there. Joey, drove your butt off. Thank you, guys. Awesome. That's this week's NASCAR Live Backtracks. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll hear from Clint Boyer, and later we'll preview this weekend's racing action at Iowa Speedway. Five-hour energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. Five-hour energy. Energy for hunkering down.
MRN's classic races. Labonte gets crossed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches. Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach. And the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl Simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's classic races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast providers. He did, he did touch. No, he knocked the hell out of me. Clint Boyer is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com and Motor Racing Network's Facebook. Join me, Kyle Rickey, and Hannah Newhouse as we talk with the next generation of NASCAR stars and established local and regional racers each Wednesday at 1 Eastern Time. Or subscribe, download, and listen on your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast. Grassroots NASCAR racing from the Motor Racing Network. You hear it every week. Just want to thank the whole team and uh, all our guys back in Denver. Everybody supports this team. They're the unsung heroes of NASCAR, and their life is the pitch. This is Rocco Williams, and for 10 years, I've jacked up some of the biggest names in auto racing, and now I'm jacked to bring it all down to street level and acquaint you with the guys behind the wall and back at the shop. Join me on MRN Crew Call, presented by Money Lion, every Wednesday on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are found. Time now for the AutoZone Driver of the Week. Got a job to do? Need parts fast? Check out AutoZone.com. You can get exactly what you need when you need it with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery on orders over $35. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. Over the weekend in Michigan, MRN's Kim Kuhn sat down with Stuart Haas Racing's Clint Boyer. Clint's always entertaining. Here's the full conversation. Here he comes up for Clint Boyer sees the checkered flag. How do you think people describe Clint Boyer as a driver? I don't know. What kind of question is that? If you had to guess, like, how do you think people describe you? Okay. All right. Uh, specifically, maybe other competitors. Of MRN um, would describe you as an interviewer. What, what do you think they would think of you? The job that you do. They'd want. They would want to hear more about you than about no, me. No, no, no. What do you think that they think about you? Okay. So if I answer, you have to answer because the the worst thing uh, being as be, being a competitor is having to, to talk about yourself. It's, okay. Here's here. Here's a different question. You're a fan favorite, though. Why do you think certain fans are attracted to you? Because I think I have more fun than a lot of these guys. I mean, literally, some of these guys would get out after even a win and be like, well, we uh, won today. It was good for for our partners, and, and um, I'm happy. Happy? Good God. That is huge. Literally huge to win a race like this and, and, and get a good finish or anything at this level is is huge and and we're all fortunate enough to be a part of it and i know those kids have fun and things like that but they feel like they're held at a certain standard where they can't show their true character who they are because there's no way any human is as dry and as boring as some of these lead on in their interviews and i know that's mean to talk about others that way but damn it i know these kids i know that that's not him i'm like what what was that 
that is clearly not you. I know you. I've seen you at a bar before, and that was not the interview that I know you have capability inside you. So that is uh, that is a, a something that I feel like we just we need to work on. You know, kind of building off that, you and Ryan Newman got in a skirmish a couple weeks ago at All Star. Everybody seemed to really enjoy seeing that emotion. I'm not saying we condone fighting, but. Do you think the sport would benefit from more guys really showing what's in their head and on their heart? Well, trust me, when I got back to the motorhome, my wife um, and kids were there, and I, I was uh, informed that that was probably not the best thing in the world. And to go back there in the back bedroom, and you explain to your four-year-old son what the hell just happened, and then come back up and talk to me. But uh, so, yes, I'm no different than anybody else, you know. You, you get into a beef with somebody at, at the bar or whatever else or the, or the old family picnic, maybe the company picnic. You've got it. You've got uh, some some answering to do. And I, I certainly had that. But, man, I, I that's just the heat of the moment. Com, com, you know, competitor. Is that something I'm proud of? Hell no. That's is it something that that I truly believe that's that's me. Right. That, that describes who I am. No. But, you know, that is. The passion and, and um, the comp- the competitor within you, that, that that fire's there, you know, and unfortunately it is, and it shows sometimes. I mean, that, that's the thing that sucks about our sport is when that stuff happens, you wish nobody saw it, you know, and, and literally they got every aspect of it, um, every angle and everything they possibly could. So that was great. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, I think we need more of that. We need more of that passion. We need excitement we need wow factors and i don't believe that that you know that can be a wow factor but i i'm i'm a wow factor guy and i do believe that and and you know i i think uh you know i go to a sporting event whether it's a i don't care what it is baseball game football game race i don't care i don't care what what the event is i i want to be able you need wow factors so i can go back so a kid can go back to school and tell his classmates wow man this happened or or that happened or you know, he hit a home run. You should have seen the throw that this guy made or the catch that he made or the tackle, the block. Um, you know, and that goes for our sport, too. Those wow factors have to be on that racetrack. And, you know, I feel like sometimes we do a good job of that. And, and, and I feel like sometimes it's a, it's a big miss. And, you know, I, I think, um, you know, your, your fan base, your following, your uh, um, ratings, on television or, or radio or whatever the case may be are, are directly depending on those wow factors. I was perusing your Twitter and perusing. I was looking at your Twitter. Yeah, it's a word. Perusing. Um, my vocabulary. Well, now you've expanded your vocabulary. But it looked like... Perusing. Perusing. Yes. It looked like cash... Huh. You learn something new every day. I was perusing your Twitter. I was. There's nobody says that. Okay, I was looking at your Twitter account. Is that better? More simplified. And Cash won his, was it T-Ball? T-Ball championship? I was perusing as a coach at the T-Ball game and uh, on first base down there as the the players perused by my base. And and, uh, we perusedly um, won the game, if that's another word that's even in existence. But, uh, yeah. How is it as a dad, though? How does it compare watching your son succeed versus when you succeed yourself? Yeah, I think that was the weirdest thing for me is I've never experienced that. And I think I tried to say that on Twitter, but I, I, as you perused my Twitter account, probably realized that I didn't know what the hell I was saying or what 
I meant, but uh, for whatever reason, everything in my life is, you know, you put in correlation with racing or what you experience as a competitor behind the wheel in the seat of a car. And and certainly it was a different aspect that I've ever felt. Uh, It wasn't me competing, right? It was, but it was me. It was a form of, of me. It was my son. And you know, I saw his passion. Uh, he struck out, and or he didn't strike out. He actually get thrown out at first, and and uh, but he he ran. He, he hit in two runs. Right? There's a huge moment for the for the outcome of the game. But he was, dude. I could see it. Like lip was quivering. I'm like, uh oh, and he was pissed. Like literally, get over the dugout. And I'm looking over my shoulder, and here he is crying. And it felt like he let the team down, and he was bummed out. Now I'm like, hey, man, there ain't no crying in baseball. What the hell are you doing? Come on, get it up. You know, we got another bat to do, got another opportunity, and got chance at redemption later. But And then I was like, but I like the, that he had that passion, you know, because some of those kids get up to bat. And I think they learn that as growing up in a – you know, a competitor's household. I mean, how can they not? You know, you know, they see the emotion in and out. You know, when we leave um, to go out there on that racetrack, they see, you know, the emotion. When you come back, whether it's a successful day or, or not, they see the emotion and the passion. And I think that, uh, you know, bleeds through to them. And, and um, I saw that in him for the first time. So I was really proud that, and again, got up to the next time. Hits it in the outfield, got a double, and I mean, you should have seen the look on his face. I mean, you couldn't have wiped it off uh, with any tile in the world. I mean, it was it was so cool to see, you know, his emotion and, and, and you know, the team, how much they overcame in the season, how much they learned about. I'm talking first at bat with this team, our first game. We didn't know which way. To, some of them would run to third base. Some of them run back to the dugout. they just run, take off, run. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, you're standing up here. I don't know much about baseball, and I really wasn't paying attention. My buddy that's a coach, um, you know, he's the baseball guy, right? Played in college and was an extremely talented baseball player. And, and, you know, through him and to watch these kids learn the game and, and, you know, go to that championship game and put it all, all those, you know, learning exercises to good use and win that game was really, really cool. That was Kim Kuhn and Clint Boyer. Thank you, Kimmy. Coming up, Kyle Rickey will preview the NASCAR Xfinity Series and Gander Outdoors Truck Series events coming up this weekend in Iowa. Five-hour energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. Five-hour energy. Energy for hunkering down. Racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. We'll preview racing in Iowa for NASCAR's Xfinity and Gander Outdoors Truck Series next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Looking towards the weekend? Aren't Thursdays a drag? Hours 2. 
Get your weekly dose of nitro-fueled NHRA talk every Thursday on The Straight Line, presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Ralph Shaheen. Join Doug Herbert and myself as we talk with the biggest names, both past and present, to ever stomp down on the loud pedal. Top fuel, funny car, pro stock, motorcycles, you name it, we talk about it. Don't miss The Straight Line, Thursdays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever your favorite podcasts are heard. The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Checkered flags waving. I look in my mirror and here's Earnhardt right on my tail and he goes down low to pass me. And I said, oh no you don't. As Wallace spins, Wallace's car goes on its nose. Hear stories that you've never heard before in a 10-part series called The 1993 Season, 25 Years Later. And Davey was behind me and we came off the corner and there's a guy standing in the middle of the racetrack. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. Whelan would like to congratulate Joey Logano and his number 22 team Penske pit crew for the win at Michigan International Speedway. They are the Whelan trusted to perform pit crew of the week. On lap 175, Joey Logano made his final pit stop. The decision to change just two tires was the winning call. Money, stop time here at Michigan on pit road. Now you've got the race leader, Joey Logano. Joey Logano, this advantageous first pit box hit, first pit box, it's two tires. Logano, call him gone. He has checked out down here. It was a great two-tire pit stop for Joey Logano. Joey Logano led a race high of 163 laps to win the Firekeepers 400. On the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. The NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series will race Saturday at Iowa Speedway. The Xfinity Series will take the green flag on Sunday. Here's MRN's Kyle Rickey to preview the weekend's events. Mike, the trucks and the Xfinity Series are in the Corn Belt State this week, racing on Saturday and Sunday at the Iowa Speedway. After Greg Biffle won at Texas and secured Kyle Busch Motorsports the $50,000, we're not really sure what to expect from Kyle Busch's fleet this week as four trucks were already entered into the race and a fifth was not. Biffle on MRN Out Loud this week said this about the possibility of racing on Saturday. You know, well, I get it. Rules are rules, and, and rules are made for a reason. Um, you know, I look at it. You know, they've given waivers for several different uh, situations and and I certainly wouldn't expect any favoritism if it affected the competition or uh, influenced them somehow or I got to do something they didn't get to do which that this particular situation has nothing to do with that um, I can still go to Iowa and race I'm simply not eligible for the big prize so to speak. Biffle didn't meet NASCAR's entry list deadline requirements and might be done. Harrison Burton raced with Biffle this past week as a teammate and he says it's cool to race with one of his heroes. It's definitely different. Um, I've <laughs> Greg Biffle was my dad's teammate and now he's my, my teammate which is kind of crazy. Um, it's cool to have him on on board with KBM. We, we haven't gotten super too many opportunities to talk about it. We did uh, when he came and ran a few practice laps last time we were at Texas and we talked a lot about it and then uh, you know we haven't had a, a good opportunity to debrief but that'll definitely be uh, happening in the future for sure. 
The trucks head to Iowa where Brett Moffitt won a year ago. We'll see if he can defend that. As for whether it's a short track or not, he ends that debate. I don't, I, I, honestly, I don't give a damn what they call it. Uh, it makes really good racing. We're top to bottom. Um, there was a last lap pass for the lead that didn't stick, thankfully, but um, it's a badass racetrack. I don't care what you call it lengthwise. The Xfinity Series races on Sunday after Tyler Reddick stole the show in Michigan last week on a nice fuel gamble. This week, Reddick says tires could be a dramatic change. We had a really good car there in the second time we went back. Um, but, you know, that was on the tires we ran last year. This year, we had a tire test about a month and a half ago uh, at Iowa, and it seems like they're probably going more of a direction. The tire that's a little bit harder doesn't have as much tire fall off. Um, probably in hopes of creating some two-tire, no-tire track position um, strategy that kind of mixes it up. But we'll see what happens. Uh, the tire we had there was really fast. It didn't really fall off. Uh, it went right to the top right away. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the bottom lane is going to be open for everybody, but I don't think it's going to be quite as fast. So um, I, I just hope it puts on a good race for us. MRN will have live coverage all weekend from Iowa. As the cup cars are off, they'll be back next week at Sonoma. For the latest, visit MRN.com. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, John Hunter Nemechek is headed to Iowa. We'll hear from him. And later, we'll chat with Kyle Larson as he prepares for the off weekend. Do you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it? Turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. He is the envy of the racing world. I assumed that Ryan, Bubba, and Chase were all busy, and I was the next in the pecking <laughs> order. She goes way back. When did you meet? Seventh grade? Uh, sixth grade? No, ninth grade. That was a minute ago. And he just wants to be friends. Are we friends? No. It's the Sunday Money Podcast. Join Corey LaJoy, Daryl Mott, and Lauren Fox as they detail what it's like to live the racing lifestyle both on and off the track. Download and subscribe to Sunday Money on iTunes, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. It's butts and nuts jammed in there. John Hunter Nemechek and Woody Kane in a moment. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Since 1942, Freightliner has been an industry innovator, developing trucks renowned for their dependability and efficiency. Whether your job requires a dump truck, a concrete mixer, or a delivery truck, you can count on Freightliner to maximize your productivity. With a wide range of horsepower and torque rating that meet even the most demanding job conditions. Freightliner trucks are built to build your business. Learn more at Freightliner.com. Freightliner, work smart. 2019 is the Motor Racing Network's 50th year, and things are about to get a lot louder. I'm Woody Kane. The NASCAR season is revving its engine, and MRN's two biggest loudspeakers are back. When race spotter Joey Meyer and I bring you the latest news, results, and headlines every Monday on MRN Out Loud. Crank it up. Mondays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are heard. This is NASCAR Live. 
Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue along on this week's NASCAR Live. The NASCAR Xfinity Series races Sunday at Iowa Speedway. And John Hunter Nemechek will be there. Our Woody Kane sat down with John Hunter ahead of this week's racing action. As we move to this middle-ish part of the season, how do you feel about where you guys are right now? It's a really good rookie battle between you and about three other guys right there in a tight knot. Yeah, it definitely is. I wish that we were leading by a landslide, but um, that, that definitely isn't happening right now. I feel like our season has kind of been quiet. Um, we've been in the top 10 most weeks. We've run decent most weeks, and um, we just continue to improve our equipment. Uh, I, I think the biggest thing is how do we get enough speed to run with Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, and Cole Custer right now. So you mentioned the, the races coming up, and they're really good ones for you historically. Gateway and Iowa, and I remember when you won back-to-back truck races when you really had to at the time. Can, can you re- rekindle some of that magic? Yeah, I wish the Xfinity Series went to Gateway, um, <laughs> but overall that's a really fun racetrack. Uh, but Iowa, I actually tested there earlier this year in an Xfinity car as well. Um, trying to get myself better there in an Xfinity car, but ran really well there in the trucks. I really like the racetrack. It's worn out. You can move around bottom to top. Um, have won there in the past. Uh, so really looking forward to going there. I feel like um, Chad and the guys, we have a good starting point going back um, for this race after our test. So um, hopefully we can be fast right off the truck and be a contender for sure. When you went to Iowa, you did you went to do some media a little bit early in advance of the race, and I noticed one of the things that jumped out was you said the the most uh, poignant moment to you was visiting the children's hospital <laughs> and taking some some bears there. That's that's got to be a real wake up call, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, I was fortunate enough to be in the position that I am and to have the childhood that I had, and I couldn't imagine being a kid having to go in for open heart surgery or chemotherapy or something like that at so young. Um, and it was really neat to see Iowa Speedway and NASCAR Foundation come together and put something together for Mercy One Hospital, the pediatric unit there. And um, we actually took these like power wheels, cars that are remote control or they, the kids can drive them and um, being able to take the, the kid away from their parents. It's rough. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's a lot of tears being shed, but yeah. um, these kids can actually sit in these power wheels and be able to drive them to where they're going to keep their mind off of actually what is happening. And the NASCAR Foundation's uh, sent a ton of speedy bears, so mm-hmm. it was really neat to be able to pass those out a little bit and just have a good time. Um, I mean, as a kid growing up in the sport of NASCAR, you almost take for granted what a fire suit means yeah. um, as a hero, almost wearing a cape or someone that looks up to you, you know, that that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but kids are everything like they drive the, our sport, they're fans. Um, and if you can make a memory for a kid to remember for a lifetime, you checked off a box in my opinion. Um, so being able to go there and just be a part of that is so special. Now, tell the truth. You organized some races in the hallway while you were there, didn't you? We did. Um, <laughs> I actually got beat by one of the patients. Uh, no, you didn't. I wasn't in control. Oh, so okay. It was, right. a, it was a team effort between my teammate, uh, Brett Moffitt, and myself. Um, he was a little slow on the controls, so uh, <laughs> next time you see him... Way to throw him um, under the bus. <laughs> yeah, next time you see him, um, give him some uh, pointers on how to drive a little bit better, um, or at least the power wheels anyways, but... Um, overall, it was a lot of fun, um, just able to put smile on the kids' faces. Um, I couldn't imagine what they're going through every day. Yeah, and it's, uh, I guess that something like that, uh, s- several guys who have done similar things say, you know, when you're having a bad stretch of races, 
that kind of puts things into perspective, doesn't it? It definitely does. Um, not I mean, so bad. It, it's not so bad. Everything could be worse. I mean, we had to go to a backup car last weekend or two weekends ago at Pocono, mm-hmm. and um, you you think that life's tough, life's really bad, mm-hmm. but truly, you're one of the 80 guys that are out here making a living driving in NASCAR as a professional race car driver or as a professional athlete. So when you go back, yeah, times may be tough in the sport, but um, truly they're not (laughs) as bad as they could be. Um, So for sure, it puts a lot of things into perspective. You mentioned growing up in the sport, and of course, most fans of the sport are aware of your dad's career and how he's done over the years and still doing with the truck team that that you drove for and still do once in a <laughs> while along the way. But is it kind of cool now to see him just be a fan and observe what you're doing? Yeah, for sure. Um, he's more of a dad than anything now, you know. Um, he's able to come to the racetrack and have a good time and be there as a dad, not be on the competitive side where he's the boss or the guy that's paying the bills or <laughs> team owner or wh- whatever you want to put um, as his title. But he's able to come, take pictures, hang out with all of our guys, myself, um, have our family there. I mean, it's a lot. Like um, a regular guy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's it's like a dad and a son going to a baseball game and yeah. him sitting in the stands or wherever and watching his son play baseball just in a different, little bit different perspective. Um, but overall, it, it's been great to have him um, be a guy. When you when you get to see that type of stuff, it's coming up on, on Father's Day now. What do you think that folks may not realize? I mean, a lot of fans followed his career from afar, but what is something that folks don't really get about him? Oh, he's probably the hardest worker out there, um, for sure. He's he's a workaholic, as I like <laughs> to call him. But whatever, you are too. That's a kind of a chip off the old block thing. <laughs> it, it is, um, and I've I've had a great teacher um, being able to mentor him or be underneath of him and kind of see everything that he's done. And he's taught me a lot um, from the business side to the racing side, to the driving side, to the working side. I mean, there's so many different things that he's taught me. And um, it, it means a lot to me to have a dad like that and to have someone that supports you no matter what you do or no matter what decisions you may make. Um, he'll still hold me accountable for everything that I do wrong, and he'll still <laughs> tell me what I do wrong uh, at the racetrack or off the racetrack, which is really cool. But um, being able to have a dad like that and be a race car driver, um, I think one of the coolest father-son moments and was running Daytona with him, finishing third and fourth. Mm. Um, he spun me out twice that night. Which, <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. He spun you out. <laughs> he spun me out twice uh, in a truck race. But overall, a um, lot of fun being able to draft with him. I mean, he's super, super speedway king at one yeah. point in the Xfinity series. And um, it, it's been a blast just being able to be around him. Um, he, I don't think he'll be in Iowa. He might be, but um, it's pretty neat. I had him there last year for Father's Day weekend, and um, it was kind of the same deal. He was a dad. Mm-hmm. He was there on Xfinity uh, Saturday, Sunday um, on Father's Day, just hanging out, having a good time, smiling, listening on the radio. So when we move a little bit forward here, you mentioned growing up with your dad and working on the trucks and working on the cars and all that. How do you feel like that's helped you to get to where you are now? Because there's a lot of guys. Kyle Larson openly admits, I don't, I don't know much about the cars. I just drive them. Yeah. Um, I, I think that if you were to go to his sprint car shop or mm. anything like that, he has a lot of knowledge. Different story. Um, yeah. Totally different story. It's what you grow up racing. Yeah. Um, it, it's what you learn to work on. And luckily, I was able to work on dad's stuff. I was able to work on my stuff. And um, I thoroughly enjoy the engineering behind it. Um, before I started racing full-time, I was actually going to college to get my mechanical engineering degree. Um, that's what I was going to be if 
So I, you're saying if, you're a dropout? Is that what you're saying? I guess so. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, at some point I want to finish, but I, yeah. I want to continue my career and try and make it to where I want to be and pursue my dreams and um, just have a backup plan in place. But um, overall, it's it's helped me a lot um, from a communication aspect to learning how the cars drive to a respect aspect of the equipment. Um, I mean, you see some kids come in this and they don't really care. They'll go out and wreck their stuff or whatever it may be. And Somebody's got to fix that. Yeah, you know how much work goes into it when you actually work on it. And, yeah. um, it it kind of changes your perspective on a little bit of everything. That's Woody Kane and John Hunter Nemechek. Coming up, Kyle Larson has the weekend off, but he's likely racing somewhere. Dylan Welch will chat with him next. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna, it's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Chip Ganassi Racing's Kyle Larson joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The race to the championship is coming through Phoenix. It's the 2019 NASCAR semifinal race weekend at ISM Raceway. Now it's more personal than ever after a $178 million modernization project that gets you into the infield, into the garages, and even closer to the cars and drivers. The 2019 NASCAR Semifinal Race Weekend at Phoenix's ISM Raceway, November 8th, 9th, and 10th. This time, it's personal. Lock in your seats early at ismraceway.com. Are you ready? To help children forget about their serious medical conditions so they can just be a kid. Yeah! Then support Victory Junction, which is the dream of late race driver Adam Petty, who wanted to build a camp where children concentrate on fun and laughter, not illness or disability. At Victory Junction, kids enjoy zip lining, horseback riding, swimming, fishing, all in a medically safe environment, all at no cost to the camper. What do you say, Richard Petty? Let's do this. Learn more at victoryjunction.org. Motor Racing Network presents Building Toward the Playoffs, presented by Procore. Joey Logano is locked in the playoffs with his wins at Las Vegas and this week at Michigan. He says having speed in the playoffs is what they're looking for. As long as we have the speed when we get to the playoffs, that's what matters the most. Right now it's nice to be able to rack up as many playoff points as possible. That's your cushion when the playoffs start, so it's nice to try to get those as much as you can. But we showed it last year. Uh, what matters most is that performance you're able to bring in the playoffs and you can make up for a lot. So it's nice to have the cushion just in case something goes wrong. But in all honesty, we got to be the fastest when it pays the most when it gets to the playoffs. Building toward the playoffs is presented by Procore. 
for builders. Wasted time is wasted money. With Procore, all people, software, and data are connected on one platform. So everyone on your project has access to everything they need. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Kyle Larson has a ton of stuff going on these days, especially a backed-up weekend in Michigan. But the good thing is the Cup Series is off this weekend. Let's catch up with Kyle and our Dylan Welch from a coffee shop in Mooresville, North Carolina. All right, Mike, thanks with Kyle Larson at Richard's Coffee Shop. So uh, I've never been here before. I heard you say you haven't been here before. This is a pretty cool place, isn't it? Yeah, this is definitely cool. I didn't even know they had anything like this in uh, Mooresville. So, um, yeah, neat to see all the pictures and paintings and, and memorabilia all over this place and uh, kind of a hangout for the veterans. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's neat. And, and cool that we were able to you know, unveil our, our July Daytona car here with their logo on the deck lid. So, um, yeah, really neat deal and, and a cool way to kind of give thanks. Yeah, I mean, what when you have something like that on your car, how much pride goes into that for you just to represent a group like this? Yeah, I mean, for sure, you have a lot of a lot of pride um, to represent them and, and represent a local company, too. Uh, you know, who's, you know, I live in Mooresville and our race shops in Concord. So um, for us to represent them, it, uh, it's special. And, and I know they'll probably have a watch party or some of some sort here during the race. So um, hopefully we can you know, do them proud and, and get a good finish. Have you talked to anybody today that has a uh, especially cool story? Oh, um, <clears throat> well, I met uh, one one guy, he's 93 years old. He was hitting on Caitlin Vinci. So um, that was just cool to see. And, and every, all of his buddies kept walking up saying, oh, he's, he's all about the ladies. So, um, <clears throat> but no, I, did, I haven't gotten, I, I've, I've you know, heard a lot of people saying, you know, uh, you know, what they did in the Army or military or, or Navy, whatever. Um, but yeah, I haven't heard it. I haven't had time to take, you know, and, and listen to any stories yet. So, um, Hopefully I'll get the chance to do that. Michigan this past weekend ran up front for a good part of the day, finished 14th. What were your thoughts on how your day was on on uh, Monday? Uh, yeah, it was uh, another fast car, which was nice, a lot better than what I thought I was going to be um, based off how I was in practice and, and just didn't have a comfortable feeling in my car. Um, but once the race started, I felt good and um, we had speed. You know, it was, it was hard to pass the leader. You know, I ran behind Joey for a while and and tried some things and uh, just couldn't get it done. But um, then we then we just kind of got off on pitch strategy there at the end of the race and uh, took four tires when when a lot of those people took fuel only or two tires to to uh, get them off pit road quicker and, and lost a bunch of you know track position and, and then ended up 14th. So it felt like we had another top five car, just didn't get to finish there. But uh, at least we finished. Off weekend for the Cup guys this coming weekend. You got any plans? Are you racing the dirt car anywhere? Yeah, I'll race six nights in Ohio, uh, the first six nights of Ohio Speed Week, and then head on to Sonoma uh, next Thursday. So um, always look forward to this time of year, getting to race a bunch and uh, get to race some cool tracks. So hopefully the weather cooperates. It doesn't look great right now, but um, we'll see. All right, Mike, that's Kyle Larson again at Richard's Coffee Shop here in Mooresville, North Carolina, unveiling his car for Daytona here in a couple weeks. That's Dylan Welch and Kyle Larson. When we return, a look back in pop culture history combined with racing memories with Susie Armstrong, and we'll celebrate Father's Day by hearing from your favorite Monster Energy NASCAR Cup stars on the love for their dad. It's all in our AutoZone commercial-free zone. 
Got a job to do? Need parts fast? Check out AutoZone.com. You can get exactly what you need, when you need it, with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery on orders over $35. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Listen up, builders. That's all that separates first place from dead last. When every second counts, you don't have time to second-guess your tools. That's why Procore's construction management platform was built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. With easy-to-use mobile tools, our software makes managing construction projects easier, whether you're building an airport or a carport. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. This is the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone. Got a job to do? Need parts fast? Check out AutoZone.com. You can get exactly what you need when you need it with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery on orders over $35. Get in the zone. AutoZone. About to put a bow on this week's NASCAR Live, but before we do, Susie Armstrong has this week in NASCAR history. Thanks, Mike. We start our journey through time in 1978. John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John are lightning on the big screen and on the radio, co-starring in Greece and dancing to number one with the finale number, You're the One That I Want. Serial killer David Berkowitz, better known as Son of Sam, drew six 25-to-life sentences in New York Supreme Court. And Benny Parsons pled no contest in Southern California, dominating the field and winning the Napa 400 by over 28 seconds at Riverside International Raceway. Less than 14 seconds away from victory in the Napa 400 is Benny Parsons, LRB North Carolina. He just nurses the car out of turn number nine, comes out high against the rail. Checkered flag is displayed and the winner with his fist up, pointing number one. Belongs to Benny Parsons. 1989. Clint Black is a better man on country radio, topping the charts with the award-winning single. Queen Elizabeth II knights President Ronald Reagan. A Beverly Hills police officer slaps the cuffs on actress Zsa Zsa Gabor after she slaps his face. And Ricky Rudd spanked him in Sonoma, California, winning the inaugural Banquet Frozen Foods 300 at Sears Point Raceway. No, I'm Turn number 10, it's going to be turn 11, that'll tell the story. Trouble in turn number 11, one car off the speedway all the way up the bank, Herschel McGriff. But meanwhile, the lead car is going through into turn number 11. Here's Rusty Wallace closing hard. Rusty Wallace with a lot of smoke from the brakes. He goes wide. Ricky Rudd holds the inside groove. Ricky Rudd will try and break a 22-race winless streak. He won at Watkins Glen. He wins here at Sears Point Raceway, Sonoma, California. 2006, the Red Hot Chili Peppers spiced the airwaves at number one with Danny California. Moviegoers met Lightning McQueen for the first time as Pixar released the hit racing flick Cars. And Denny Hamlin became a first-time winner in Pennsylvania, nabbing victory in the Pocono 500 at Pocono Raceway. 
Loveland's black and green Chevrolet all alone coming off the end of the short shoot. Kurt Busch riding in second, nearly a dozen car lengths behind Denny Hamlin, who's racing off the corner. And for the second year in a row, a young driver comes to Pocono Raceway and scores a win in his first ever visit here. Denny Hamlin is going to win the Pocono 500. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. Before we wrap this show up, Sunday is Father's Day, and we hope you and your father have a happy one. None of these NASCAR stars would have made it to this level without the help of their dads. Martin Truex Jr. has won the Auto Club. You know, I, I guess for me as a, you know, a kid loving racing and, and um, you know, watching my dad win on TV at New Hampshire in 94, it was on TNN back then and, you know, the Bush North race, that was just the first one he won and it was a big one. So that was really cool. I just thought it was, uh, you know, really awesome to be able to watch my dad win on TV. I thought it was really cool. You're going to miss this. You're going to want Almarola, who nearly won the You know, really, most of my memories of, of my dad are revolve around being at a racetrack. You know, I grew up going to the racetrack with him and my grandfather, um, and, and he always was working on race cars and working on my grandfather's race cars. So um, I just have a lot of great memories of being at the racetrack with him and, and then him helping me with my racing, um, you know, when I was go-kart racing and stock car racing, um, you know, him helping. The final time into turns one and two. Chase Elliott's lead, it's two. Sure, and wins at this level, I feel like it's pretty cool. I mean, I was a kid, but I was at least around when he won his last race, and he was able to be there for uh, for my first win, which is really cool, and that's just not something that uh, a lot of people can say. So you just you can't take those kind of things for granted, so you just really embrace those moments, enjoy them, and, and um, you know, be thankful for them. My old man. It is Ryan Newman by two car lengths. Just winning for him, with him, probably equally the midget race that I won at Salem as much as the cup race that I won at Michigan on Father's Day weekend. I, um, at Salem, we got in a fight over something stupid, which is what fathers and sons do because they're passionate. And um, um, I ended up, I think, lapping all the way up to seventh in the feature and came in and kind of lofted in the trophy and said happy father's day and and um you know that was that was my way of of proving my point whether i did or not it's just you have to know me and my dad to understand that and um you know those moments i think whether they're good or bad or indifferent are, are ones that are special and and um father's day or not something you always remember the rest of your life 28th time in his career, Kurt Busch crosses... My favorite story is when I was given a go-kart for Christmas around age seven. The go-kart wasn't a toy as I thought it was going to be. It was more of a tool. And he would only let me run it with him, with his supervision, of course. And it would be on Sunday after we watched the cup race together. If I didn't watch the cup race with him, then we didn't go play with the go-kart. And so when I would watch the cup race with him, and then it was go-kart time, go-kart time, then it was more of a tool, and he would teach me uh, the cornering entry, the apex, corner exit, uh, we get the stopwatch out, and then he, you know, then he would take apart the carburetor sometimes, have me put it back together, and so it was more of a tool than it was a toy. And from that beginning, uh, I was only about two years into it, I was about nine, and I could run faster lap times than him, 
in that little go-kart because I was lightweight. I was probably 80 pounds and he's 180. And so that's, that's when I kind of started transitioning into being a bit more serious. And here's to all of you great dads out there. Hope you have a very happy Father's Day. This has been the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Our thanks to Clint Boyer for joining us on this week's show. Also, our thanks to Kyle Larson, John Hunter Nemechek, Dylan Welch, Woody Kane, Kyle Rickey, and for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. We'll talk to you again next week right here. Until then, so long, everyone. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida, and was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the expressed written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Five-hour energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. Five-hour energy. Energy for hunkering down.